Now I'm looking at your fucking Google right here. Baked kale chips. You looked at this recipe 19 days ago. Oh yeah. Kale chips are the only good way to eat kale. <laughs> Habers, Habers fucking tried to tell me that the reason I don't like kale is because I don't know how to properly dress a salad. And he's okay. like, you're just not, you're not tossing it long enough. And it's like, no, kale's fucking disgusting. I've had kale in salad, but you have to do a shit ton to make it work. Yeah, so that you're not tasting the kale. Yeah, kale tricks me every time. <laughs> like once every three months, you're like, I, okay. convince, I convince myself that I like kale and I will order a kale salad for lunch. And it is fucking terrible every time. The only good way to eat it is kale chips. Those are delicious. Luckily, they're really easy to make, but they're also like wafer thin. So it doesn't matter how many you eat of them. It's never going to be a satisfying snack. Yeah. Because you're basically just eating air, but at least tastes good. Welcome to Several People Are Typing. I am your host, Jim, and I'm joined by Will tonight. And um, we've got, we haven't done this in a few weeks. There's a, there's, there's a lot to talk about, but we kind of started late. So I, uh, I don't know. We're going to try and get through as much as we can before we pass out. Um, so, Will, uh, I think we kind of started on the Afghanistan uh, evacuation a few weeks ago. Clearly, <laughs> a lot's happened. Looks like we're at the very end of it, and and um, we are, you know, we've ended this twenty-year conflict in a, in a pretty kind of chaotic mess. But it seems like we got everyone out, um, and and the Taliban have a, have officially taken over Afghanistan. So, well, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that the last time we did this was the day that Kabul was falling to the Taliban, right? Like the day that it became clear that this was going to have to be an emergency evacuation of lots and lots and lots of people. Um, the, I think the one thing that I, I, people lose sight of, maybe because it's not as important, but I, like, I'm trying to look for silver linings in this because so much of it is so bad. And like all of the stories that are coming out um, of, of Afghanistan and how the Taliban is, is running the country or not even running the country because they haven't put it in place like an official government yet. Um, but how they are policing their people has been pretty bad. Like there's a story a couple of days ago about a woman's protest that uh, ended with them all being beaten with clubs. Um, you know, so, so things like that. But I think kind of a silver lining here is like we were able to evacuate 120,000 people in 10 days or so, which is a really incredible effort. Um, by the U.S. military. And for as much as we did wrong and as chaotic as the beginning of the evacuation process was and how people really misunderstood exactly how quickly everything was going to unfold in Afghanistan, um, we put into place a good strategy to get people out as quickly as possible. Um, unfortunately, there's still a lot of people who are there like last I heard, it was like 400, 500,000 people that should be evacuated that weren't across Afghanistan. Um, but 120,000 is not nothing. Um, and those are in uh, a whole bunch of bases kind of across the, the Middle East and Europe waiting to have their visas processed so that they can uh, emigrate to the US or various other countries, which is, you know, at least some good news. Right. Maybe of that group, people will ultimately get a better life than than they had in Afghanistan or now Afghanistan, I should say Afghanistan, Afghanistan as it is today. Um, yeah, that it, it, um, man, it's like these, these kind of conflicts always kind of pull at you in a weird way. Right. No, no one really wanted to be in Afghanistan in the first place, but then you don't, 
you know, you don't want to make it worse than when you showed up. And, and, and this, this like rip the bandaid. It just, it just kind of, it cuts hard and it, it really sucks, but I don't, you know, it is over. Right. I mean, assuming we don't find some reason to jump back in there. Um, you know, I've seen like reports of the secretary uh, of state, uh, maybe that, you know, was kind of putting on the idea that, you know, we, this is now a diplomacy forward mission with the Taliban. Right. Um, Cause what else are you going to do if we're not going to throw troops there? Um, you know? Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I think that we have to work with the, whatever government the Taliban forms, ultimately we're going to have to work with, um, especially so that they, at least to try and keep them to their promise of not harboring terrorists. Right. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Like, despite how bad everything was, overwhelmingly Americans still wanted to get out of Afghanistan, right? So it's still like the decision to leave Afghanistan still has like 70 plus percent approval behind it. Um, I saw an interesting thing where a lot of the polls now, instead of like, do you support withdrawing from Afghanistan or do you not support that, um, have entered a third option in order to like make the numbers, I guess some would say a little bit more nuanced, but also, you know, kind of a way to, to, to portray um, this as, as, as negative as it was, is do you support it, but disagree with how we did it? And that's like 50%. That's, that's really high. But like um, the bar for that is, is such an easy bar to meet, right? Like, yeah, like, of course, like fucking everybody wishes it would have went better. Right. right? I, I would expect like, 100% of the people who agree with the pullout would, would agree to that. Right. Like, well, I, want, I want to talk to the sociopaths. I want to talk to the sociopaths who like, no, I'm glad it happened the way it did. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like, can uh, we call those people back and ask them more questions? The, I, the, want, I want their opinion on a lot of things. That that feels uh, like a redundant um, question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of commentary on it. It's, a, it's just a way for the media to portray this as as um, a failure of the administration. Or, or, or somehow they're in, in, in light of like massive, massive support, uh, like overwhelming popularity of actually withdrawing from Afghanistan. Like, how do we report on the negative things still, even though the polls are telling us that 70% of people agree with us? Right. It's yeah, that's a terrible question. That is, it's like this signaling of we're being critical of Biden, but it's fake. Like it's, it's. It's also just the easy out, right? It's like, it's the easy out for any politician. It's the easy out for anybody to say like, no, no, no. Like, cause, cause the obvious answer from, from Biden's position is what, what else, like the other option is to stay there, right? The other option is to invest more, invest more troops, invest more time, invest more money. So like, this is a, this is, you know, one of two, this is a black and white thing, right? We either leave or we don't leave. Um, and this is a way for people to say like, no, I, like I want to leave. I just wish you would have done it a little better. It's score political points, point out the, yeah, the exa- dead, exactly. the dead, um, Marines, but, but not, but not commit to staying there or, 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 or an actual suggestion on what you have done differently. Now, granted, yeah. you're going to pull people like, like general pull out to people. I wouldn't expect that, but, but politicians can play that line. It's like the easiest line to play. Literally every side can play that because the follow-up question no one cares about the answer to the follow-up question. No like, one even expects somebody to have an answer to that. Like right. nobody's going to ask them, like, "Well, what would you have done?" Right. Uh, uh, and because, like, any answer is meaningless. It's a yeah, you're it's already in a hypothetical world. You can say whatever you want, and there's nothing to really do after that. So it's just uh, uh, it's it feels like any any 
large thing the government has any ever done in the history of the United States, you know, that is broadly supported should have that, right? I feel like you can always answer like, yeah, I agree with it. I just wish it would have been done a little bit better. Right. I wish it. I, <laughs> that's that's, that is universe, that's universally true. Right. Because they, because the opposite of that is they did it perfectly, which is like, it is an impossibility. So uh, that said, I'm, I'm definitely in the camp of like, we should have done this better. <laughs> the, it is there are, there are glaring things that, that are shitty that I, I we did not expect the, the president of Afghanistan to abandon the country. Didn't you take a bunch of money too? They like loot the coffers. Um, I have no idea. Um, I thought like, I know that they were waiting for an influx of money from like the world bank. Like they were waiting on for like $500 million to like, cause we give Afghanistan a whole bunch of money just to prop up the economy there. Um, um, okay. This is disputed. It looks like, I don't know if anyone actually knows if it's true, but there's, there's allegations. Uh, uh, $169 million. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like $169 million. Like that's a big you're, you're going to, you're going to know whether or not that's gone. Right. And so like, took it. like there's, there's not, you can't really hide $169 million. Um, so unless you're like Amazon or Boeing or Apple and you don't want to pay taxes, then, then you can hide $169 million. That's no problem. So it's such a massive claim. It could all just be fake. Right. Um, but, uh, I guess I'm, I'm sure this will be proven or not proven eventually, but like that was, you know, if that is proven true, like that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, regardless, like he's still, you know, that's kind of immaterial to whether or not him leaving the country was like, Oh, it's okay that he left the country as long as he didn't steal. Like, no, it's not okay that he abandoned his country to fall into the hands of the, the Taliban. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the military had no faith in their ability to fight. They had no faith in their government. Like there were lots of things that we should have seen. And there's going to like the, the, the postmortem on this is going to be long and detailed. And I'm sure that there is going, there are going to be tons and tons of reports that come out about how this was all like, there was all foreshadowing for this. Like this was, this was a known thing that was going to happen by, you know, whatever analysts were on the ground and we just didn't listen to them. Like, I'm right. Like overwhelming public opinion was to get out. The administration knew it was going to be messy and they disregarded the more alarmist uh, uh, reports that of just how messy it would be. And, yeah. and those things tended to be the things that were true. Like that feels like the reasonable, <laughs> right? Like this, this could go a little bad, but we estimate our, our analysts uh, think that those analysts are being a little, uh, uh, you know, a little dramatic. And, and we just, we don't think it's really going to be just like that. You know, we, we have our own data, uh, 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 Mr. President, you know, uh, uh, it's going to be a bad, but it's going to be, a, it, ultimately, this is like, it's not going to be as bad, right? Yeah, it, it will be out before it gets bad. Right, right. Um, I think that probably a good rule of thumb when it comes to Afghanistan, when it comes to the Middle East in general, is like, don't ever side with the optimists. <laughs> like, this is, this is a pessimist party. Like what? How, how bad can it go? It's gonna. It's probably gonna go worse. Like, I didn't just like give me the most miserable analyst we have on the ground, and I want to speak to that person one on one. Yeah, exactly. His name is Murphy. He lives in Tehran. A lot of people are gonna die. Probably gonna be an attack. We're gonna lose some soldiers. Uh, I, 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 what do we do differently? You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. Anyway, so 
So um, I'm sure the 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 one that that the the most alarmist people had as a plan was probably a multi-year approach, right? I'm sure it wasn't wait an extra month. You know what I mean? I'm sure they were like, look, to do this in the way that we think is right, you're you're years away from it happening. You know? Yeah, I I'm, I am curious to to find out the details in this in the postmortem, right? Because they're there, there are certainly there are certainly better ways to have done it, and you know, interesting to find out where that balance would have been. Yep. Um, so, um, and and uh, related to this, you talked about um, the impact on Biden's uh, approval rating, right? You think that there's a correlation between all this and and is until now pretty damn good approval rating. Yeah, he was enjoying you know the kind of honeymoon period that new presidents have. the The economy was recovering pretty well. Um, COVID was largely under control um, or getting to a place where we thought it would be under control at the beginning of summer. Um, and he's always been north of 50% approval up until <clears throat> like the last two weeks. Um, and now he's sitting at, he's, he's underwater for the first time. So he is at higher disapproval than he is approval ratings. Uh, and this is most likely largely due to Afghanistan, right? Because even though there is uh, overwhelming support for withdrawal, their, the coverage on this has been really, really negative. And I'm not, not saying that it shouldn't necessarily be really negative, um, but that's certainly going to inform public opinion on polling, right? If, if, if on every channel and every news source is all, only reporting on the disaster of Afghanistan, uh, that's going to reflect in his approval ratings and, and should, right? Like, the, of course he should, you know, be dinged on this, um, like it, it's certainly at least a temporary stain. I think on the long run, this it's probably really good for Biden if this is largely due to Afghanistan and not other issues. Like I think it's way worse for Biden if this is due to COVID uh, resurgence rather than uh, Afghanistan policy. Right. Right. Like in two years, in four years or three years at this point, I guess, three and a half years, is anybody going to care about Afghanistan? Like that is a long time from now sure um, people, have, people have short memories and especially like if if american soldiers aren't dying there anymore so it's not going to be in the news constantly yeah i think i think that, that that story goes away and the approval bounces back from that i think it's way worse if this is uh COVID or economy related well you can probably bet fox news is going to benghazi this right like that's like like they're looking for a thing like biden kind of felt i'm not gonna say untouchable but like everything that they were throwing at him was just not Nothing sticking. Nothing would stick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if this is like, you know, they they smell blood, right? Now, now they don't have power. They can't just jack up the house and do a million, you know, they can't Benghazi it, but like, they're certainly going to posture, like get me in power so I can make Biden pay for like what the 13 soldiers or whatever, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this, absolutely. And if they retake the, the house and, you know, 2022 then that's all all that will be done at your hearings about uh cobble yeah like absolutely um and this one will i i think we'd all agree actually i mean i don't be way I'm, worse than benghazi right <laughs> like, it, this is this is, uh, is unlike benghazi, benghazi biden should have like there there, there should be some meat there <laughs> but but I, I think here's the thing though right is that i don't think benghazi hillary clinton wasn't unpopular because of benghazi Benghazi was only important because of Hillary Clinton. It, it was a means to keep her in the spotlight in a negative way. It was a means to reinforce a narrative about Hillary Clinton that they wanted to tell and had been telling for a long time, right? Um, 
if this was like if if Joe Biden had been, you know, or anybody else had been the Secretary of State at the time, Benghazi would not have stuck around in the same way. Sure. Right. I think that it, that is a reflection on the unpopularity of Hillary Clinton and the damage that was done to her reputation over the two decades that she had been or three decades that she had been in the um, in the spotlight that hasn't been done to Joe Biden. So I don't know that this, even though they will try, right, they're, they're absolutely going to run as many congressional hearings as they can and ho- however many committees they can to, to try and, you know, make this the stain on Joe Biden's legacy that maybe it should be. Um, I just don't know that it has the sticking power because Joe Biden is a much, much more likable person. Right, right. Um, but yeah, but right now these numbers aren't great. Um, certainly takes away some of his political capital. Which he needs. Oh, well, I'm not going to get into the whole mansion nonsense, but like Democrats need all the fucking political capital they can get right now. <laughs> they need voting rights yeah, to be passed. They need a fucking massive infrastructure bill to be like, like they can't be like worried and, 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 you know, pulling back uh, uh, right now. They, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, 538 is like broken down um, like individual approval rate, like all these polls, right. They ask, you know, pretty specific questions on all these things. And this is like <clears throat> all uh, meshed together here, but like the COVID response, I would be beside myself if somehow Biden gets blamed for this COVID resurgence, because like, what the fuck more could he have done? Like vaccines are available to everybody. Like we are mandating vaccines where we can, we're mandating masks where we can, um, you know, like what more what more can happen there, right? Like from a from an executive level, um, you're, you're talking about not the diehard Trump supporters, but the 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 the, the independents, the swing voters that that might not vote Biden. There's it'd be really shitty if like somehow they went against him on that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his approval rating is dropping now, right? His approval rating is like this is largely due to Afghanistan, the the being underwater, most likely. But his approval rating is dropping on COVID. His approval rating is dropping on the economy. Um, versus where it was, because those are trending the wrong way, right? The jobs report was really soft um, last week. Uh, we only added 250,000 jobs in August, I guess. Um, yeah, and his approval rating on COVID response is down to uh, 52% when, you know, two months ago it was over 60%. So that's like a pretty dramatic swing in in ratings on that. And, you know, for 50 for 41% of the country to, to not approve of how Biden is handling COVID. Like that's more than just the Trump supporters. Yeah. 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 And like masks are overwhelmingly popular. Like mask mandates are overwhelmingly popular. Vaccine mandates are overwhelmingly popular. Like these are things that like poll in the 60s and 70% of people want mask mandates. So like there is a subset of people that want more extreme, not even extreme, want like the appropriate policies to be in place but blame Biden for not doing it when it's the fault of Florida and Texas and Alabama for, you know, essentially sabotaging their state's response. And like, I don't know how, like I, in my head, I'm like, how can you have that much dissonance? Like, how can you blame this administration for that when they have no power to make Florida institute laws that make sense? I mean, I get, I get your logic, but are you sure that, that, that that's what that gap represents? The disapproval. I mean, the difference between approval for masks and approval for Biden. Are you sure that's people coming at him from the other side? 
Oh, no, no. I'm not sure that that's people coming from them. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious why that gap exists at all. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't know. That it, like, if you look at where cases are exploding, it's all like, you look at the map on New York Times right now, and that map might as well be like an electoral college map. <laughs> like, sure. it is ridiculous. Sure. Um, I mean, we, we've seen. What do you charts. expect them to do? Like, the vaccine is out. The rollout of the vaccine was great. There's anybody who wants it can go get it. Like at some point it's their fucking fault. Like the administration did everything they could. Um, yeah. I, 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 maybe people who don't follow politics enough and, and, and have a, just a generic frustration with COVID who are like, fuck man, like, uh, I'm doing everything and this shit's still not taken care of. Like I'm not happy. And, and, and some of that's spilling over to Biden. Right. Yeah. And like, of course his numbers are going to take a hit when like, just in general, like I, I, I understand that I'm, I'm salty because it's like, you know, I try to try to see like, what more could they be doing? Uh, I can't explain the difference there, but that is kind of scary. So, yeah. and the economy, like, unfortunately the economy is directly tied to, to COVID, right? Like as the resurgence of, of the, or the, or the kind of prevalence of, of Delta came about, um, you know, that hurts the economy, which I, and, I, and this is probably incredibly cynical, but I, 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 I just would not be surprised if Republicans are thinking and like, I feel like Republicans, every time they uh, accuse Democrats or people on the left of doing truly horrific things to score political points, I just assume it's all projection. So like when they're like, Democrats really hope, you know, Trump screws up COVID and a lot of people die. So he loses. And like the broad swath of Democrats are actually hoping for a shit ton of deaths just to get Trump out. I really just feel like that's projection and, and we're, and, and they're now telling themselves, well, we all know they thought that. So like, what's it so bad if I think it, it's like, no, you were only ever the other, you were the only person who ever thought that, you know? Yeah. Also, I don't know. Like, I think that you can't hold that opinion and also think of it's not a big deal. Right. Because those people think that COVID is like an overblown hoax or like not, it's not worse than the flu or, you know, a, a variety of other things. Oh, I'm, and, for I'm them talking to about people... and for them to acknowledge that there's going to be a whole bunch of people who die from it and want more people to die so that it reflects poorly on, on Biden. Like you, I don't know how you'd be able to hold that opinion and also the belief that COVID is an overblown issue. I, I, I'm, I'm pointing more to the people on the Republican side in power. Not, not, not the general population. Oh yeah, I, I definitely think Mitch McConnell wants like as many people to die as as it takes for Joe Biden to not win re-election or for them to retake the the House and the Senate. Right, like everyone in Republican political power, I feel like is not cheering the deaths, but cheering the uh, impact of the deaths, the negative impact of the deaths on Biden. Like I don't actually think they all are happy people are dying, but I think they're all like, look, you know. <laughs> some people have to sacrifice for the cause right like we all remember the the art the the the, the talking points early covid last year and and they're like look we got to get people working Grand, grandpa's had his run like hey like we're not going to destroy the economy like grandpa's got to go he's got to go and you're just like jesus fucking christ that guy just literally said that on like a national yeah, the, the, cable the lieutenant governor of texas yeah so like so like you know they obviously think this right <laughs> If if a lot of people gotta die to get Biden out of office, hey, like so if a lot it. of people have to die to restart the economy. Right, right. Yeah. The economy is more important than the people in the country because somehow these things are not related, right? Like the economy 
is it is it is it is is some ethereal being that somehow grows and becomes healthy or unhealthy completely unrelated to the actual people living in the country right and if we could just get people back to work even though they're dying a lot the economy will be better <laughs> well yeah i mean the, the I've, I've never understood how you to your point can separate these two things, right? Like you cannot fix the economy until you fix COVID, right? Like that is, that, that's been pretty clear from March of last year, right? That you, like you, the reason the economy sucks is because of COVID. You cannot fix the economy without fixing the reason why it sucks. Like that is just not possible. Um, unless you inject, you know, $4 trillion into, into the economy and that, that helps quite a bit. Right, like that's the equivalent of like someone breaking their leg and like giving them a a, a massive painkiller and being like, "Hey, like you have to go work this job standing all day, um, um, and this is gonna cause further damage, but like you're gonna go to work today, and you'll be okay." It's like if you have a gangrenous leg, right? Yeah. It's like, "Hey, we're not gonna amputate that leg or treat the gangrene in any way, um, but we're gonna give you all the morphine you can have." Right. Right. Now get back um, to work. Yeah. And like, pretty sure, pretty sure the gangrene is not going to kill you. And if it does, we'll give you more morphine. Right. Yeah. It, it just, just, so yeah, the, the, the handling of, of that doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with your kind of original point that the, the people in power are okay with the amount of people that are dying, which is, I mean, at least on, on, you have to either believe that like, DeSantis is a complete idiot for him not to understand that he is at least partially responsible, right? Right. For, for what's going on. So he like, because of that, he is, um, he approves of it, right? There's at least like this tacit approval of people dying on his part because he's not doing anything to stop it. Well, quite the contrary. He's fighting things to stop it, right? Like he's, yeah. And, and so he's like trying to score political points in spite of the, you know, what, 400 people per day in Florida that are dying from COVID at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, there was an article. Did you link it? Um, that said, uh, I'll just read from it. You, you said this, right? Almost 25%. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, this is directly related to Florida. Almost 25% of daily U.S. COVID deaths are in Florida. U.S. U.S. 25% in Florida. Uh, the wave is striking because it's pretty hard to go above pre pre. Uh, uh, it's pretty hard to go above pre vaccination waves. It's almost double. Um, thankfully, this hasn't happened in any other state. So, like, it 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 feels like this is a slam dunk in clear like cause and effect, right? But somehow this can happen, and and the general population refuses to see DeSantis going against everything every, everywhere else is doing. And this, and and somehow it's attributed to like illegals crossing the border in Texas. Like so, somehow so, that's you know. No, I mean, so so the thing is, is that I think that that kind of um, kind of just willful, uh, just pushing your talking points, pushing your agenda works until it doesn't. Right? Like I don't know, maybe that's an obvious statement, but like DeSantis's approval rating is a disaster right now in in Florida. So. Like it's not working right now. It's got, it's, it, it is, it has reached whatever inflection point it needed to have where just COVID is too out of control now in Florida. And like, if it had never gotten this bad and only gotten like, you know, 75% this bad, like maybe his strategy would have worked for at least, you know, 
keeping his narrative going. But like at this point, it's gotten so bad in Florida that uh, like it's being, breaking he, through the, uh, he is, the polarization. Yeah, he is being exactly he's being yeah. blamed now. Um, I think he, he yeah he had like a fourteen point drop in his approval rating in the last like two weeks, um, which like hopefully means that he's at zero percent approval now. But my guess is it means he's probably at like fifty percent. Right. It means like we're now in the maybe if you were to have an election tomorrow, might be blue. Maybe. It's early yeah, so he, he has forty eight percent approval. Jeez. Right now, um, he is just barely underwater. Um, and Greg Ab- Greg Abbott's approval rating is dropping quite a bit too. Fuck that guy. But Greg Abbott. Is um, Texas has done wonders for disenfranchising voters, so he's probably a lot safer than DeSantis is. Um, yeah, right, right. If you stop all the people from voting, then it really doesn't matter, does it? Um, you don't stop all the people, right? Just, 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 <laughs> just the, right the ones who aren't going to vote for you. Yeah, yeah. No, hey. Uh, on 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 more, we really we, we are pro voting rights for like 50% of the population. Like we are really pushing voting rights for half of the people. Right. The half we won't the, t- we're not telling you which half. I've, <laughs> I've picked out of a random hat the, the, the group of people that will get voting rights. Uh, that is in no way bias or anything. Yeah. Um, do, you, do, you live in, do you live in not Austin, Houston, Dallas, or San Antonio? Before I tell you if you have voting rights, I just have one simple question. Did you vote for me in the last election? Um, <laughs> completely unrelated. Um, yeah. Uh, so so more to the COVID stuff, although I think we're going to get to Texas in a minute. Uh, Trump recently uh, signaled uh, about the booster. So so Trump, you know, clearly wasn't talking about the vaccine. He didn't want even people to know he got the vaccine. He kind of hit it, right? Um, he finally, uh, for a half a brief a moment in one rally, said, maybe you should consider it not even try and push for mandates just hey um it's not the worst thing in the world in which case he got booed and he immediately fell on but hey it's your choice what do i know right um so basically making completely falling soft because trump is 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 nothing but the id of like the reactionary right right there is no self there there is just a, a mirror back at people right um yeah it's a mirror of the lowest common denominator right 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 like that he is not a person he is he, he is just i'm i i am that 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 i'm just that mirror back to you like like what the you know the monkey dances right jump dance like it's whatever um he so he signaled that he probably won't get the booster kind of continuing down the route uh uh, uh of of really ultimately you know not wanting to go against his base scared to death to to, to that they'll turn against him and doing everything he can to, 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 you know, not outright become a massive critic of the vaccine, but basically signal, Hey, I'm not really for this. Yeah. I mean, a, a couple things, right. One, I, I did quite enjoy his line in that rally of like, I got the vaccine. Like if, if it's not a good, if it doesn't work, you'll be, you guys will be the first to know. Like, I will tell you guys that it didn't work, but you should get the vaccine. Like for, for how much I hate him and how abhorrent he is. Um, sometimes he really does just make me laugh. Like the manner in which he was going through telling people to get the vaccine was, was legitimately kind of funny. Um, it was a lighthearted and, 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 and honestly, it felt like an honest moment from, from him. Yeah. It, yeah. It was a brief honest moment before he went back to like rage time. Right. Um, but like also, you know damn well that this guy has gotten like six injections of Moderna, six injections of <laughs> Pfizer. Like he probably drinks Johnson and Johnson in the morning. 
like he's gonna fucking get the booster of course he is yeah yeah he's just like like but yeah i mean this kind of goes back to to what we we're just talking about right with like descent this is this you know i want to project whatever i think is going to you know keep me in power regardless of whether or not it hurts people right and regardless of whether or not it makes me a hypocrite um but yeah i mean th- there is there is still like you know it's still up in the air like whether or not boosters are going to be as effective as they were originally thought especially with the new variants that are being tracked um like lambda and mu um but you know he he should by default just be agreeing with whatever the guidance from the cdc is and the fda and of course he's not going to do that he's going to do whatever is not going to get him booed on stage right um i did hear reports about people going and getting boosters already um by just lying about how um how they're part of the the group that like the immunocompromised group oh. or yeah like you just walk into cbs and be like i have this immune and like nobody verifies anything they just give you the booster right because there's so many people and there's no real way to like it's an honor system basically yeah at this point it's an honor system um i also but i also read like that's counterproductive because the longer that you wait between your initial like inoculation and the booster the stronger the effect of the booster will be i I don't understand that but i'm sure there's a lot of science backing it up and i'll just take the word for it so yeah so so my understanding of it is basically like if you still have remnants of the the antibodies from your first from like the second dose right or from the first dose whatever then the immune response triggered by the booster shot won't be as strong because the antibodies are still prevalent in your bloodstream what the booster shot does is like as your antibodies wane, the the fewer and fewer they are, they're they're there. Like they're not pre- pre- present in your bloodstream anymore. But you, like there's the instruction set on how to build them is still there. And so like when you get the booster and you introduce like all of these you know COVID like proteins, your body is like, well, I know how to fucking kill that, and then just makes a shit ton of antibodies. Huh. And it's essentially reinforcing the blueprint and the mechanisms to create those antibodies. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. And yeah. And so, so if like if you don't wait long enough, the booster becomes way less effective. Right. Because the existing antibodies kill it in yeah, a way exactly. that far fewer are generated. Because it's like I don't need that many. Like I'm going to toast this thing. I'll just make a few extra. It's like well, great. Now you basically just made like yeah. And now you've given like your body the instruction of like I don't have to make that many. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wrong answer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you want to wait as long as you can. Like the longer you wait, the better. Got it. Got it. Um, so you don't want to get it before like the eight month window that you're supposed to. Yeah. I, 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 to your point, like if it's not as effective, that'll suck. But like the argument should be, if it does anything, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I'll fucking go get it. Well, so no, <laughs> yes and no, right. There, there is a pretty good argument to be made that all of, you know, the 200 million booster shots that it's going to be required would be better used shipped to other countries. Uh, I'm not taking it from that perspective, but sure. That, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that that essentially like we are wasting all of this vaccine in a world that is still limited by vaccine production, like you know, capability. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, and for not like a you know for for kind of an, a still unknown level of benefit. Right, it's because we can. Exactly. You know, like unfortunately, I'm like if they offer the vaccine, I will absolutely go get it. Like if they offer a booster, rather. Yep. I I would I would too. But I get what you're saying. Like if somehow you could control it you'd probably be saying like what are analysts who look at all this really like do they think that 
if we looked at the earth as opposed to just this country, is there a far bigger net benefit? And they'd probably all unanimously be like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, is it better to send it to developing nations right. who have no capability of doing this themselves? Right. Right. And yeah, the, overwhelmingly it would I'm, be, it'd be I, yeah. I can't imagine the argument against it, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially because if you're vaccinated, you're almost certainly not going to die from COVID. Right. Like the breakthrough deaths is like a fraction of a fraction. Low. Yeah, unbelievably low. Yeah. Um, and like most of the breakthrough cases aren't that severe. Like it is like that's so breakthrough cases were really kind of over-exaggerated um, to begin with. I didn't so know they're, that. Yeah. So they're not, it's not that prevalent. Um, and the, you know, the hospitalization rate is very, very low for those cases. So like you get to the, this point of like, you know, it's fractions of fractions on fractions of fractions, right? Like these very, very small groups keep, you know, a fraction of that will get hospitalized and then a fraction of that will die. You know, we'll need serious hospitalization, like ICU care, and then a fraction of those people will die. Um, yeah, so it's very, very, very low amongst vaccinated people. And so you'd be doing probably way more good if you just shipped off those vaccines to another country that didn't have them. Right, yeah, I see that. But if you could, if you could send me like an at-home booster kit and tell me to inject a different vaccine every day i would fucking do it <laughs> this is the the there, there is there's always going to be some level of dissonance and that's that's my level of dissonance i there. don't think it's dissonance i i think it's like <laughs> like i know i know that it's it's not the right thing to do but i can't i can't change policy so i will take advantage of it right i will i will try and put people in power who would do that thing when the time comes and until then i will we live in a society, well. Um, so, <laughs> so let's get to Joe Rogan. This is just your way of telling me you don't want to talk about your landlord situation. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about that. That's actually not true. Um, so, so uh, Joe Rogan, um, kind of always floating on not not the far right, but always kind of right of center and dipping into the far right occasionally by um, enabling and giving voices a massive voice to um, far right people um but but ever occasionally pushing back on them like he's not universally right he endorsed bernie uh but he tends to be you know 90 80 90 percent right with occasional like you know absolutely and sometimes i think without even realizing it but but because the right uh are, are, are have such terrible talking points and they don't expect it from joe rogan sometimes he randomly just stumps people because like he asked like the most basic of questions and, and they have no idea what to do because you know they thought it was a safe interview and they weren't ready um, he, he is a anti-vaxxer and that's pretty fucking terrible. So he's permanently now, um, in, in the piece of shit category. Um, and, uh, uh, he got COVID. He, he took a bunch of, um, he took ivermectin. He took, uh, took everything. Few... He took monoclonal antibodies. He took, I heard, I heard he took his uh, hydroxychloroquine. He took his EPAC. He took, <laughs> like, yeah, he took, yeah, yeah, took everything. He took everything right. except the fucking vaccine. Everything except the vaccine, and and he recovered in a relatively short amount of time. Um, who knows how much of that is due to any of the stuff he took? Because I don't think we have clinical trials. Uh, any, I don't think we have any like double blind study anywhere saying ivermectin does anything. I don't think we have it for hydrochloroquine. I don't think we have it for any of these. I think there's monoclonal hints. antibodies, right? Do oh, I, I don't know absolutely help. Okay. Um, the problem is, is that they don't scale. It's it's hard to produce them. Got it. And Got so it. it's unbelievably expensive. It's like Which, a $50,000 treatment. Right. So um, he took a thing yeah. that like no rational person can actually have access to. And then a bunch of shit that like everyone has access yeah. to, but almost certainly, you know, and, and well, I won't say almost certainly there's no like clear evidence, nothing to the level that we understand about the vaccine 
that says it does anything. Like there's hints, but no actual studies coming out that have said these things actually help. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, Ken, um, my stepfather actually had uh, got monoclonal antibodies when he had COVID because um, he was in the hospital for like, just found out he had lung cancer and then he caught COVID while he was in the hospital and was doing really poorly. And they gave him um, Regeneron, the, the, the monoclonal antibody treatment. Um, and that worked really well, right? Like that absolutely helped in his recovery. Like there's pretty good evidence that the, that's a, a good treatment for it. It's just the problem is you can't produce it. And so he happened to be at the right, in the right place, at the right time to receive that. Like he was in the hospital already yeah. when he got diagnosed, which is pretty helpful. Yep. Um, because the earlier that you can get that stuff, the better, um, you know, and he got diagnosed when we were kind of at the, the low point in the spring of COVID. So like there, were, there wasn't as much demand. So, but, but it, it definitely works. Um, but yeah, there's no evidence that ivermectin works. There's no evidence that a, a, a horse dewormer, um, and people dewormer in fairness. Um, you know, it's not a, it's not a decoveter. Right. Right. But it's the latest, like, uh, uh, somewhat in that weird space of I acknowledge this thing is real. Um, but I, at the same time, I reject, um, every medical, uh, 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 every respected medical institution in the world. Like, like you have to dismiss all of them in the United States, all of them in all of the other countries, like, like you, you, the, 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 the scale of the, uh, of the conspiracy, um, it, it, it is basically like, you know, um, is laughably big, right? Like millions of people are all in on something and, and they don't want you to know. And no one has leaked anything ever. And also 2 billion people are vaccinated and, and the vaccination doesn't seem to be killing them. Like giving long-term, like, it's just, I don't, you know, it's all being hidden. They all, they all graduated first in their class from the Facebook school of medicine. <laughs> can't, can't argue with that fucking 4.0 gpa i just yeah no it's ridiculous like look if ivermectin worked that would be fucking awesome like right. it would be that would be amazing everybody would be super happy about it like nobody would be shutting that down yeah like ev everybody would be we would be fucking producing ivermectin from every facility that we could if it was a legitimate cure for for uh for covid like if like we we need a you know mass producible therapeutic for for covid Right, the idea that if, we would if fight it. Yeah, if ivermectin turned out to be that thing, that's even better because we don't have to develop it. We don't have to test it. We just, you know, it already has approval. We just need to get approval for this use case. And that's much easier than like an unknown drug. It's it's interesting. Uh, uh, the, the idea that the government doesn't want to take the easy way out and make everyone feel better. Like, I, I always hate this like feeling of, well, you know, what do you think? You believe everything the government tells you? It's like, is it that fucking black and white to you? Like, there's just no degree of nuance. Like, yeah. Uh, like, are we allowed to legitimately question some parts of our government because there's some shit that happens that is bad? Yes. Does that mean that when there's a global pandemic, like, do you think the government actually wants to kill people? Like, is that really what the government wants to do because they just happen to be Democrats? Like, I don't, I, I don't know where the mind goes. I don't know how far they go on that. You know, I've heard the craziest of the crazies, but I can't assume they are like that. I don't yeah, know where like the general. Gonna, the, yeah, there's definitely a subset of people who believe that, but I don't think that the vast majority do. But like, I can absolutely think that the the, the pool of people who believe that you know, like Pfizer and Moderna, don't want 
ivermectin to come to light because it would hurt their sales, right? Like this big pharma conspiracy to keep therapeutics down because then they want to make their money. Known, yeah. If there was a known uh, therapeutic, then the vaccine wouldn't be as important. Right. Like I can, I can see that there would be a bigger group of people that would be in that camp. And, like, and I don't know. I, I try not to, I try not to go down those rabbit holes of crazy. Cause it's like, you just, you like, it gets you angry. Like you're fundamentally it like, gets, it just gets me depressed. Like I don't yeah. even get angry about it. I just get like, how the fuck did, how did we come to this? And then I just want to get rid of the internet. <sighs> like it, it all comes back to, to that. You're not, you're not crazy to have those types of call, talks uh, or heavily restrict the internet or like put, put in, put in controls on the internet to, 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 I don't want to say stifle free, free speech, but um, uh, promote more universal, safer speech. Christ, that sounds like a goddamn authoritarian overlord. How, but, how about how about we just hold people accountable for giving megaphones to disinformation specialists? Like, and make them actually bet who they give megaphones to? Yeah, like if this is proven by some independent body, by some, you know, nonpartisan body. oh they're on like the no megaphone list they get put on the no megaphone yeah, list exactly and like you do not ban them then then you are we can we can sue you as or fine you as the government we can we can any citizen now has standing to sue you for ten thousand dollars in any court because apparently that's the thing that we can do now to circumvent laws is we just make them complicated enough the supreme court says like eh, seems like it works so why don't you keep going with that? Go go to where that's leading. Well, talk about Texas. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that um, I don't know that we are necessarily the the appropriate people to be talking about anti-abortion laws because we are not quite as affected by them. Um, but yeah, uh, Texas, the kind of of the many shit news of the last week, including you know a massive hurricane and uh, the kind of implosion of Afghanistan. Uh, and the resurgence of COVID is also the, the stripping of abortion rights in Texas, where uh, abortion is now banned uh, after six weeks. So after the first heartbeat, um, which is very often before people know that they are pregnant. Um, and in order to circumvent uh, the like established law from Roe v. Wade, they are not enforcing it themselves as a state, they are just giving, allowing any citizen to uh, have standing to sue anyone who abets an abortion in Texas. So that can be the abortion provider, that can be the Uber driver who brought you to your abortion appointment, that can be whoever recommended an abortion to you. Um, that is incredibly vague and like on purpose, not well-defined. Uh, and yeah, they can sue them for $10,000. Additionally, if you lose that lawsuit, so like if, if the person who is accusing you of a betting abortion uh, loses, you cannot recoup your legal fees and defense, you know, your defense fees uh, from that person. So there is no consequence to, to the person that is uh, accusing you of these things. That's incredible. That's a word for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it essentially deputizes everybody to enforce this law, creates bounty hunters. Right. You can still like, yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible what the Supreme court did. I, um, Sotomayor effectively said this is, was, was what a, a hair away from basically calling the judges that went for it, you know, lawless, like you are, you are, you know, rejecting your duties as an officer of the court, right? Like they are, she, 
she went a hair from saying that, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, my understanding is that they didn't grant the emergency injunction um, to prevent this law from going into effect because there wasn't any precedent around this type of enforcement. But I, I don't know all of the nuance to that end. But my understanding was basically it was like, yeah, it's just too complicated. We'll, we'll figure it out um, eventually. But right now, because we don't know enough about it, we can't make a ruling. But this is absolutely going to go in front of the Supreme Court, right? Like the first person who gets sued and um, and loses, like this will make its way to the Supreme Court. And eventually the, they will overturn Roe because that is what Republicans have spent the last 30 plus years doing is stacking courts to, to get this outcome. But on the plus side, uh, this is very much a, um, you know, dog catches car moment uh, because abortion rights are overwhelmingly positive in this country. Like, uh, you know, that's, that is, that is a thing that pulls like 70 plus percent. Um, so making that front and center in every single race at this point is not going to be a good strategy for them in the midterms. Um, I think evidence of that, um, there was like Fox news, like this happened like on a midnight, this was not a big show. This was like slipped in, right? Like apparently when the Supreme court makes decisions, like there's different ways to do it. This was for such a massive decision. This was like delivered in this, like feeling like we're just gonna, Oh, by the way. Right. And then, and then next morning, apparently Fox news, like for three hours has like one mention, like even Fox news is like, this is, this was, this is their dream. This is, this is, you know, this is getting to the end. This is winning. And, and no one's talking about it. Right. Because even they are like, Oh shit. <laughs> right. Like they know, they know. Yeah. Right. If they would all come out and be like, hell yeah. Like they, they don't want to have an opinion because this is, this is so extreme. Like Fox news will probably lose viewership if they were to be like, we agree with a six week ban. Like you'll, you'll lose Republicans over that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Most Republicans don't think that there should be like an abortion ban. Yeah. They, most Republicans th- are like on the, on the side of like, um, you know, limiting abortion pretty, pretty heavily. Right. But most, most Republicans are, are pro pro choice. Right. Like they, you get into their trimester and, and you're going to probably get that, that number is going to drastically yeah, shift and, and, and exceptions and, for rape and incest and, and all that. Right. Like where you, you pretty heavily limit it, but like very, very few people want complete abortion bans, which is what functionally a six week abortion ban does. Right. On top of a, uh, uh, lawsuits threatening, like Jesus. Um, so to your point, dog caught the car. I, 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 it, it, there's gonna be a lot of pain and suffering in Texas. And, and, and it just feels like the best we can hope for is that it, it energizes, it does everything that it does. We get the best possible outcome given this awful, awful thing that happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a shit show for a long time, but hopefully it, it, you know, the silver lining is maybe it energizes people. And that's why I'm saying like, we're not the best people to, to talk about this because like, that's where my mind goes like, Oh, well, you know, how, what, how does this affect the 2022 midterms? And like, that is not the important thing here. Yeah. There's going to, there's going to be a lot of there's awful lot things of that are going to happen. There's going to be a lot of back alley, unsafe abortions. And a lot of people are, are going to get hurt. And, and there's going to be people that die because, because they can't, you know, they can't afford because they can't go to a, in a clinic. And yeah, no, the, the, I mean, the thing is rich people will still get abortions. Right. 
yeah, like it only stops poor people um, from having safe abortions because it doesn't stop abortions, just stop safe abortions. Yeah, Ariel um, was telling me, I think, I think she mentioned that uh, it does this, an abortion ban does, doesn't reduce the number of abortions, it just no. reduces the number of safe abortions. Like that's all it does. Yeah, you'll have people taking crazy drug cocktails and, you know, uh, putting themselves at immense physical risk to, to try and end their pregnancies. Um, because ultimately if, you know, that, that seems like the better option for them and, you know, it's, it is absolute tragedy. Um, also this opens up the door for other States to do the same thing. Um, South Dakota, Florida, like all, a whole bunch of States have already, Oklahoma have already promised to enact these same laws. Um, uh, Nome from, from North Dakota has, uh, said like immediately, like the next legislative session, this will pass and has instructed her uh, staff to make sure that North Dakota has the strongest abortion laws in the, in the country. So go even further than this. Well, to, to your point, because the Supreme Court is arguing that the, the talk of the abortion is not actually for debate, you can, why even have a six week cover? Just why, why not just ban it? Like it's the same effective, it, the decision should be the same. Yeah, I mean, if I don't you follow know the logic. About, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like there's probably some nuance in the law that they can't outright ban it, right? That they they have to just put in place some limitation. Right, like right? a day, two days. Yeah, because like otherwise that. it does go in the face. Like if it's an outright ban, then it does go in the face of established law. And that probably is something that the Supreme Court would have to uphold an injunction on, um, at least until they can overturn it in like their, you know, the formal process that they have for that. But yeah, it's a, it is one of the many, many shitty things and probably the shittiest thing, um, at least in our country right now. Yeah. What is the difference between, you know, the pro extreme pro right, pro life, right. And, you know, the Taliban, right. Like the dress code. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that those comparisons necessarily help our cause here, Sure, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that fundamentalist religious like have a religious lot fundamentalists will be in, having a lot common will be will be toxic regardless of what religion they're for yes um which is true about fucking buddhists too like i didn't you know growing up you think like there's no oh, way we get like the beads be evil. and like it's all this prayer shit and then you find out that they like kill people and they like people like yeah yeah you find you find out that they're you know there's a genocide in fucking myanmar right now what what a what a fucking fucking PR manager Buddhism had for a while, huh? Like, yeah, and it's like all monk, like the the you know the elder monks that are like, no, all these people have to fucking die. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna go meditate now. I, I thought I'll, I thought I'll thought see you, were, you later. I thought you were the type of people who didn't want to kill bucks. Yeah, like what? Because what? <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, I don't know that. Well, I don't know that comparing um, the the you know the far right to the Taliban is necessarily helpful. I think that religious fundamentalists are are always going to be toxic. Well, in, in the sense that there was religious fundamentalists, that's all I meant. I I, I would argue that someone on the far right um, has more of their values in common with the Taliban than they do with me. Yeah, probably. Know. You know, um, like if you were to say what prescriptive statements would you want about the world, I feel like you. You could say, what do you think about, you know, um, you know, basically any lefty policy and you'll get both of them being against it. Now, maybe you could argue that centrist as well, but you could easily go into topics that centrists would be like, well, that's kind of silly. And yet you'd have the Taliban and these people being like, no, that makes sense. Like, like this abortion man, this I'm sure 
would be very popular in any fundamental religious community. I'm just picking the Taliban because it's easy to point out, you know, it's topical. Yeah. Catholics are all for it. The, the abortion, uh, Ben? Absolutely. Oh, right. The Pope, um, the new one flipped the position, right? No, that's always been the, the, the Catholic church's position has always been that abortion is, uh, a legal, a sin. I uh, no, no, yeah. but like, I thought that like John yeah, the, Paul, like eased the shit out of that stance. I thought, I thought like, I don't think so. John Paul, oh, fuck, I can't Google it. It's Twitter. Are you fucking shut up. Shut are up. You shut trying, up shut are you trying to shut, shut up? Hashtag Pope John Paul, the second <laughs> John Paul, uh, uh, abortion. Right. Like I thought, I thought he like, uh, um, I thought he had a really soft take on it that was basically maybe, like maybe i don't know I, I, but then he then he's gone and like fucking what ratzinger like dude i'm sorry how do you <laughs> the the the, uh, the hitler youth <laughs> so, so, somebody somebody like the vetting went sideways on that one. Oh man talk about like a reaction to, to 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 lefty ideas even in an incredibly traditional context right that guy's like we are done glass fucking ruby slippers kiss the fucking ring we are back <laughs> baby yeah well they went they went pretty far the other way yeah. <laughs> uh all right all right with francis um uh and then on one more thing on the the abortion thing um so apparently the site where you report all this is 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 a uh, uh, hosted uh, yeah you know you know what it's called right what prolifewhistleblower.com gonna go there by the way well like, um, it just seems like a fucking that that's just comical um so this thing is uh it found out is hosted by this guy uh it's hosted on epic which is hosted by a guy's literal name is rob monster who 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 is known for also hosting uh neo-nazi and far-right extremist content as well and 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 in corners uh and in behind doors there's uh, plenty of evidence that he absolutely agrees with all of these motives as well so like obviously you know you find common goals um the religious right and neo-nazis seem to you know find uh uh cohabitation in space right the idea that these two probably have a, a shit ton of heavy overlap is not surprising i mean yeah i mean it's probably a good business decision from him this site doesn't even have like science certificates you had to i had to agree to say knowing it's proceeding is safe this thing is going to get hacked i'm sorry like oh here's yeah what, it's definitely it's definitely gonna here's get what hacked. i do hope like let's be honest like the right can make websites but they don't know what the fuck they're doing all right like they don't know and 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 uh you know while this is like not really addressing the problem and everything is awful i really do hope that the site gets bombed with tons of bullshit. Like it gets flooded with just nonsense allegations. Like it becomes needle in a haystack. And I hope like the site gets hacked and taken down like every single time I try to do something because it's, no, guess what? There's nothing saying that you can't. Well, it's not, it, this isn't a government um, uh, run site, right? Like this is a, a, a third, but like, like you're not, you don't have government, like, like you don't have protection. You know what I mean? You don't have like the government by backing this thing, right? It, it, it does not have a uh, .gov or .us. Yeah, it's .com. So I just, I know that that really doesn't solve anything, but it'll make me feel a little better if I find out this site just basically isn't constantly just completely DDoS or destroyed or, or, or so many allegations of false allegations are flooded in that like they do that thing with the Trump rally and like the data, right? Or like a bunch what? of TikTok people yeah. were like, let's all register for this. And then like, they like 10 million people register for an event that like 30,000 people went to. And they're like, you just destroyed our data set. Like, I can't, we don't know. Uh, here's here's something interesting. Why is the GoDaddy canceling, like deplatforming or whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, 
on their news section? Like, why do they want to bring people's attention to that who are on the site? Um, I think that they they want to they want people to not use GoDaddy, right? We got GoDaddy. We got GoDaddy. Look, sites refusing to host this is something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not nothing. It, it, right, right. It, it it like I mean, what they did to Christ, what was the thing called the 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 right wing social media site that like Amazon Parler. kicked? Yeah, like yeah, that's something, right? Yeah, I mean, it it caused the shot. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, the this is going to be a lot easier to spin back up than a massive like that something that yeah. must be scalable to a degree that this doesn't. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, you know how many how how many servers do you think are running this front end? Dude, not, not that many. Dude, the, the the idea that I had to click accept because this content is not yeah, secure. Exactly, like, exactly, they don't so have when is this thing is gonna get destroyed? <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, oh, look at that. I didn't realize they even threw it at the top too. I was looking down here. Jesus Christ. They, you, someone's pissed about this. Anyways, um, so uh, uh, not all surprising. Um, the right can't do technology. At least that's one for the left. Um, uh, let's get on to other topics. Uh, uh, I got a couple more things and then we're done. One is, uh, you, you link this, the QAnon shaman from January 6th, the guy who dressed up like a Viking and shouted a bunch, you know, um, got, uh, was prosecuted and, and, and I guess either did he plead or was he found guilty? I believe he pled guilty, pleaded guilty, pled guilty, pleaded. I think it's pleaded, which is obnoxious. <laughs> um, uh, 41 to 51 months. In prison, I I haven't heard of a harsher sentence being given out. I haven't been tracking it, but I have not. I, no, I, I, in fact, I heard of. Um, I heard there was a like a bunch of DOJ people that were getting pissed about the like really lenient uh, sentences. Yeah, it, for the hundreds of people that they brought in. Um, not that you know, I'm expecting them to be charged with like sedition, but I felt like a lot of them were getting like probation only, a fine, and like and then being told to go about their way. You know. Yep. Like the, the 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 stuff you would expect if like you uh, entered the Capitol and did like a I'm gonna like chain myself in front of a door as like a sign of protest. It's like, but ultimately you didn't come with weapons, you didn't bash down anything, you didn't actually like create a threat to human life. Like that's the kind of thing that I would expect you would get for that, right? Fine, probation. Yeah. But this is on a different level, and that does feel like kitty gloves. Yeah, I, I am very happy that this person will spend three and a half to four and a half years in prison. And that like him being such a public face for January 6th, he is a good person to make an example of, right? Cause like everybody saw the pictures of him um, on the, on the floor. Right. Yeah. He, he is the, probably the face of January 6th, right? Yeah. Well, when you wear a fucking bison hat and no shirt, like you kind of ask him to be uh, memorable. Right. What, why'd you signal me out? Like, yeah, hey, asshole. Like, exactly. <laughs> For the same reason uh, that you wanted to, to trend. Okay. Like, yeah, they're one like, and the same. Cause not only are you a fucking seditionist, you're also a furry. So you know what? <laughs> fucking double jail time for you. Also furries, pretty far right community. Be honest. Not, not trying to, you know, yuck anybody's yum, but does a double points against. Dude, furries have a, have have an absolute far right problem in their yeah, community. Poor, yeah, poor judgment. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I'm 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 glad that he's being he's being punished pretty heavily for for this. Um, also, he did you know he left like a note to Mike Pence that justice was coming for him. So you know they were probably going to throw a whole bunch of stuff at him. I'm sure if 
Trump asks it, Mike Pence will personally apologize to him for 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 the harm Mike Pence caused him as he wrote that note. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm happy about? I haven't heard that guy's name in a while. Mike Pence. Yeah. Yeah, he's done. I'm I'm I, you know I always would maybe you know would want something more to happen, but I am kind of happy he just kind of disappeared. I saw some people retweeting some stuff he said about um, Afghanistan, but that's about it. For a guy that was that close to the presidency, especially when like Trump got sick, you know, he was like, you know that he was like, hold the smile, hold the, hold the smile, you know, like, like, because yeah. you, you know, he hated him, right? Like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to deliver you some McDonald's to your hotels, your, your <laughs> hospital suite, you fat fuck. <laughs> like, don't choke on it. And, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I get that the guy, you know, literally would do anything, including, you know, take Trump directing his mob at him and and just be like, Trump's a great guy. You know, we just disagree on a couple of things. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Like we, we just disagree on whether or not I should, I should live. <laughs> it's the little things. Yeah. Like no nothing is insurmountable. Right. <laughs> we don't have existential disagreements. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, and then he like flee the country after the election, or maybe not flee, but like oh, let's say so. took a holiday and like wasn't around know. for a while. I don't know if I was Mike Pence, I'd probably do the same thing. I can't, I can't blame him on like right because like the right kind of turned on him in that moment, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't think he would be welcome back in Indiana. Jesus, who the fuck knows what that guy's doing now? Okay, a um, couple more stories and then we're done. Uh, Michael K. Williams, Omar. Uh, from the wire and a bunch of other stuff he's been in a ton of things but i think everyone we all know him from uh the wire maybe boardwalk empire but uh like absolute the character of the show like the 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 representation of the wire was omar right like he's he certainly the, the most memorable character yeah right, right behind him is what's his what's his name uh i know that like i'm saying he's memorable and i can't remember his name but the the the, the guy uh the tall guy uh, Bell. yes idris elba Yes, Idris Elba, because it's fucking Idris Elba in his meeting. But like Omar. Yeah, Idris Elba, who does a pretty damn good Baltimore accent for, you know, not being American. Right. Right. Yeah, when I see him in other shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's like, he's not Stringer Bell. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but maybe now he's actually acting. Um, yeah. Uh, just a really like, good English accent. <laughs> when did he learn an English accent? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so this sucks. Um, it looks like there was a overdose. Um, I think you'd said that he'd been dealing with drugs his entire life, right? Yeah. So he's had drug problems for a long time. Um, like he used to, like while he was working on the wire, he would go on like multi-day cocaine binges and like wake up in like random apartments and try and figure out how the fuck he got there. Um, and he had made some progress in recovery, uh, a few years ago, um, by like joining a church and you know, kind of doing the the standard uh, route to uh, recovery for a lot of people by being, you know, essentially saved by the church. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, you know, clearly he relapsed uh, and was found dead in his Williamsburg apartment uh, today. So that is, that is unfortunate. He's a really good actor. Um, so yeah, you know, that figured we would just like, you know, give a little bit of a like shit topping to this week's shit sunday hey but don't worry we're gonna put a cherry on top okay we're gonna spray some perfume on this shit sunday and pretend like everything's okay um all right well you found this story why don't you just take this because i 
uh, for all this shit, this doesn't make any of it better. But like, you know what? Just put a smile on my face. So, so why don't why don't you why don't you finish this off? Well, yeah, far right white nationalist poster child Richard Spencer is um, is bankrupt is. Uh, facing charges in relation to Charlottesville. And uh, his parents are being uh, basically forced to sell their home in Whitefish, Colorado. Uh, He's living with his mom at this point. Um, They're they're wealthy people, uh, but he is not being allowed to reintegrate into society, uh, which is is a good feeling uh, that I get from that. For a long time, for like, you know, the five years that Trump was uh, running for president and then president, everybody was saying the quiet stuff out loud. Like all of the, you know, we know, we knew that they had these kind of white nationalist ideals, but nobody was really voicing them that strongly because society wouldn't put up with that and they would be shamed for it and they would, you know, lose their jobs or et cetera, et cetera. And for a long time, it seemed like Nope. Now you're just allowed to say that shit. And this is a, a good story about um, a town and a state pushing back against that, and him just uh, essentially being an outcast from from society. There, uh, I like this story a lot for all the reasons you said. It it gives me hope that you know these things can happen if enough people see this and they feel empowered. You know, there is a social contract we all agree to say we're all allowed to live in society, and 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 people like this, you know, for all the power that they can, they can amass. We, it is still under the assumption that we're agreeing to let them in society. Right. I'm not saying killing, but like, to your point, like it doesn't have to be killing. You can just be like, like, no, like you can, you can be alive. You can have your money, but we won't, you know, you, you will not go into public without no restaurant and whitefish will serve him. Right. And like, that's, that's a pretty minor thing relative to like all of the kind of pain and destruction he has wrought. Um, But like it is, it is a consequence, right? That like, it, it is showing that like people aren't okay with it. I, I, this makes me happy. I, I, I hope this helps and inspires um, other communities to do the same where, 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 you know, this wasn't one person, right? Like to your point, this was a community agreeing to stand up, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. And that's impressive. It, it really, really is. Uh, so uh, um, um, that's great that they were able to come together like that. And, you know, what, what a great way to bring bring a group of people together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there, I, it's, it's nice that there's like nothing that solidifies a community more than outrage at white nationalists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I just love the fact that he's 43 and he has to live with his mom. <laughs> and he can't go outside or go. <laughs> yeah, like superior race. You're 43. You're living with your parents. Like, I don't know. How's that working out for you? Yeah. Yeah. So um, good stuff. Definitely put a smile on my face. Um, and, and, uh, hopefully there's, there's more stories to come. Um, just like this, right. Um, people, the vast majority of people who, who, um, you know, are, are effectively saying are, you know, just below terms of service in, in like all of the major social medias who are effectively parroting his, his words, just, you know, slightly modified, um, you know, they're writing the line and the lines can change and, you know, um, in, in competition to always be the most edgy. Hopefully, you know, they all start to consume themselves, right? And and we 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 move the bar just a little bit and and then realize that hey, here's like, you know, a very small percentage, but very vocal amount of a community that really 
we're just going to agree not to allow it anymore. Right. And, 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 and I love like the arguments of like, you know, deplatforming doesn't work. You know, that like, that doesn't really do anything, but it's like, no, it does. It absolutely it does. does. And, <laughs> it and absolutely works. Right. Like the fact that he, he can't raise money because he doesn't have a platform to, right. to get that appeal out because it's not like there is a lack of people who want to give him money. Right. Like there are tons of people who would give him money. It's just that he has no mechanism now to get that message out to a broad enough space to, to raise money. So it definitely works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Now, if only we could deplatform all of the rest of the assholes that YouTube thinks that I want to watch because YouTube is 100% sure that I'm Republican for some reason, um, then my life of, would be better. I, I mean, YouTube is a, I, uh, I don't want to get like, well, it would be nice if they actually enforced their terms of service, but but it would be at a massive cost to their revenue. So hopefully, Is it really, enough- really, even that massive. Like, what would it would really be that like political videos, right? And disinform like anti vax disinformation and all that shit. Is that really that big a percentage of their revenue versus like makeup tutorials and music videos and like all the other shit that everybody watches on there? Um. I don't know. Like, do you think political videos make up more than 10% of their revenue? Like, I don't. On YouTube? Yeah. Um, and like anti-mask or like anti-vax, like yeah, like any videos? Of that. Like, yeah. Like I'd say total political, I'd say absolutely more than 10%. Uh, harmful that that is breaking terms of service. I don't think it's 10%. And that's probably like 0.1%. I don't know. I don't even think all political videos would be 10%. But I mean, we have, we have no way to fucking prove this is just, I don't think unless YouTube releases these data sets, it is to your point, uh, a big fucking guess. Yeah. I mean, I think that YouTube makes all of its money on people much younger than us who care about, you know, things that we are not even aware of. Uh, Maybe, but I feel like a lot of that has the platforms for a lot of those are like on Twitch and, and like, yeah, that's that's probably, that's probably true. I feel like YouTube YouTube might, YouTube might be the Facebook of fucking video at this point where yeah. it's just o- only old people. It's, it's, it's more, um, politics granted to your point, like makeup channels dominate uh, YouTube in a big way. And there's a lot of like big categories, but I think the younger audience is mostly a Twitch TikTok um, user base or more. So what is, what is the trending now look like for YouTube? Yeah. For YouTube. I, I feel like it's tailored. So I feel like I'm going to get a, 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 a very biased view because I'm just curious. They're, they're, they're trying to, where's the trending now? I don't know. I'm looking for it. Like, do they even have a trending now? Yeah, they do. Cause they fucking show me that shit all the time. Oh, here, let me log out. And then do incognito, uh, YouTube. Yeah. I'll sign out and let's just go to YouTube. I don't think you have to sign out. You can just fucking, Oh no. Cause it still knows it's you. God damn it. Okay. No, look, here, here's trending. Yeah, trend, trending N- yeah. None of this shit is mine. Yeah. So that guy is definitely, none of this shit's political. I mean, whistle and diesel. Well, like, that might be political even though it doesn't yeah none of this uh uh uh, seems political this is like sports commentary fucking minecraft jesus christ (laughs) yeah dude minecraft is like half of this shit here um yeah i don't think that political videos are like i think it is a problem but i don't think it's a a revenue issue i don't think they would lose i don't think they would lose that much and i guess um you know the motivation must not be Ad revenue then, right? I think that the political cost for deplatforming more people is what stops them. Ah, okay. Right, because every time you deplatform somebody big, you pay some political cost for doing that. And the people who support that person are going to be a huge vocal minority. 
And also likely to care about politics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the people who want them deplatformed also care about politics. Right. But I meant like, you, if you deplatform a Minecraft streamer, you're not going to get a big political movement behind that. I, I would be surprised if you did. Let me put it that way. No. I mean, you'd probably get some boycotts. I don't know. Twitch deplatforms people all the time. for breaking Twitch has service. a much more stringent policy. Um, politics don't tend to end up on Twitch. No, I think Twitch is much more like we are desperately trying not to be a porn site. I thought that was uh, OnlyFans for like a day. Yeah, then, then they reverted back. They're like, wait, how much revenue would we lose? Like, what, wait, what percentage? Who decided this? Is really that much from porn? Yes. Like all that whole part of the, that whole piece of the pie? Yes. That's basically the pizza. Also, also the other piece, but we just wanted to make that. You see this other 20% here? Also porn. <laughs> we just thought we'd make multiple pieces of the pie, <laughs> but really, it's awesome. also porn, just a different color. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, tre- trending now is all shit that, unless it's sports, I don't. I've never even heard of most of this shit. That's fair. All right, you got a good point. It's not. It's not any significant uh, money. It's it's purely a, a politics. Seventeen million views. What? How does somebody have 26 million views? Video came out two days ago. Uh, I don't know. 26 million views. We should just convince that guy to be political for like a couple videos. I do not. (laughs) I do not want a guy getting 26 million views to tell me what he thinks about the world. Because that guy. No, no, no. You recruit him to give your message. Oh, oh, yeah. Because he has a megaphone. He does. And you have a podcast with 26 viewers. That's probably losing viewer count every week. <laughs> I mean, the metrics aren't looking that great. Apparently, yeah. releasing new content is important. Um, yeah, this, this, is, this is a podcast strictly for our Slack channel, yeah. who has heard all of this before. And Ariel, who I'm sure you've talked about all of this before. Yeah, yeah. Or with before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is the reason that Megan does not listen to this because it's all shit that she's already heard before <laughs> you guys are on goddamn repeat every week uh, no new information has come to light <laughs> if we ever do that let her know but yeah until then until then we're we're playing the oldies but goodies exactly. all right all right good times shit week but this was fun yeah until until next week well maybe unless we'll i unless i have another head injury and need to cancel yeah don't <laughs> don't, die. <laughs> don't die wear a helmet okay exactly Right. I have two. I have two of them hanging right there. I just chose not to well, wear them. I don't. I don't care. You can hang a hundred of them. Just promise me you're gonna wear one of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs>